Lux's fashion I would describe as uh, as a mayor nice. going undercover as a homeless person to raise awareness. <laughs> Look, let's be fair. Like, mostly it, what I wear. It's not a homeless person. You can kind of tell that, but they're they're going under incognito. <laughs> not everyone can. <laughs> um. Look, all I wear really is PWR shirts, Rory shirts, and then pants at various levels of degradation. The pants yeah. are where the problems begin. The the, mm-hmm. the the beanie situation, I'll even give a pass. But the it's like when you're wearing just like again torn torn to shreds by a dog, and also it has like the Halo logo on some fucking sweatpants. I don't wear okay. I don't wear the PJ pants out of the house very often. Yeah, you know the ones I'm talking about. It has the Halo yeah. ring on it. Yes. No, it has the it says the <laughs> Xbox 360 logo. On. Incredible. <laughs> My dad was like, "You like video games and uh, leisure pants." Incredible. Have, have That's the, the wackest shit I've My ever seen. Also, oh wait, speaking about this is another fun story about quarantine. Uh, my father has been sending me packages of just like stuff because he's a sweet man, mm-hmm. um, and he's taken to sending with whatever else he sends, uh, like. Just some, some loose brisket in a tin bowl with tin foil over the in top. In the mail? That's, that's, yeah, that's taped shut. It's in the mail. And it's happened 30 times. Oh, Wait, not with like fr- ice or like any- – No. It's it's like a small – like a, like a bunt cake baking – not bunt cake, like a – So uh, loose meat. Yeah. Yeah, he sends loose meat. That, oh my that's, god, yeah. That's how you know he's a gamer. Yeah. Are you, you going to talk to him about that? Are you going to ask him about it or maybe tell him to stop at any point? No, because it's as long as it's it hasn't like they're fine to eat. They haven't like been lancet or anything. Oh, look, like, so I didn't, didn't eat it. Yeah. You, wait, 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 wait. I didn't. I, wait, to be fair, I didn't eat it the first time. Uh, someone else ate. Someone else ate some of it. Cause they didn't know where it that's came outrageous. from. Folks, that's what I'm talking it turned about. Out they were fine. Hey, you just hey, you just got to be persistent. When you mail people weird shit, they won't be into it the first time, but the fourth time they're gonna check it out. I mean, my, one time they also sent with one of the packages a Passover themed bingo card, uh, which was a weird choice, and also two juggling balls. That's insane. I've I've reconsidering yeah. your your father's entire character based on this information. He's like a really cool weird nerd but also a true psycho. <laughs> you got to think it would be harder to learn to juggle with two. Like 3 would make it easier. I don't know. Uh it's harder to juggle three balls, but it's harder to learn how to juggle three balls with two <laughs> balls. That's for sure. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Man, it's oh. just the the uh, absolute punchline like you, you couldn't have delivered this joke better Lux was like yeah my dad sends me this weird meat through the mail anyway it tastes fine like <laughs> the fact that that was like a slow reveal was was even better <laughs> someone someone I forget who it was someone ate the first time he said it someone else ate it because they didn't know what it came from and they were like oh this is good and I was like oh it is it's safe <laughs> like in that case get, let me get Jesus Christ far. yeah yeah they're guinea pigs Wow. Yeah, exactly so. Um, all right. Well, everyone, look, we're, this isn't a brisket podcast. This is the Game Boys podcast. Could be a brisket mm-hmm. podcast. You're listening to it. Well, it is it's so far, but it's me and it's Griffin, as usual. Uh, Griffin, say hello. Hey. Sorry. There you go. I, 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 I thought you were going to, I was waiting to see if you were going to enter our guest as well in that same oh, sentence. I wanted, you know, I wanted you to say hi, you know. Yeah. But yes, also we've got our guest. It's a returning champion, hey. uh, wrestler, friend. Uh, weird bud. It's Danny Ziegel. Dan, it's, 
E. Hello. Hello. It's good to be here. I, if you're just tuning in, there's nothing I can tell you that will convince you that I'm an interesting person. Uh, it's, so it's mm-hmm. going to take some work from you, the, the listener. To, mm-hmm. You have to put in some work to decide how to invest in me as a character for this. So I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. There's a certain amount of imagination required, right? Yeah. Just just picture like a um, just picture like a really cool guy. Mm, OK. I know this is an audio uh, medium. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm picturing The Rock. That's similar. <laughs> uh, uh, not the same. I'm I'm picturing I'm picturing John Krasinski uh, in Venezuela just beating some people up for America. All right, that's and our cool guys, right? Cross that with Ted Krasinski, the good one, and you'll be pretty <laughs> close. Uh, you'll be pretty close to the truth. Who? Wait, who's Ted Kaczynski? Yeah, the Unabomber. <laughs> the good Kaczynski. Uh, full relation. hundred <laughs> yeah, percent related. Uh, father and son. <laughs> you know the apple falls uh, pretty far from the tree on that one. Pro- EP on the on the Quiet Place too. I was about to say the Last yeah. of Us too. Um, uh, apparently, apparently, before he was arrested, Ted Kaczynski just hung out in this bar and played video poker all day, and all these people knew him in this town and they're like oh that's weird ted his deal is that he's weird and he plays video poker that's weird ted and then one day the fbi showed up and they were like you're the unabomber under arrest and everyone was like whoa weird ted was the unabomber this whole time hey i love you love to hear it yeah man shout out to uh, to ted kaczynski the unabomber uh i think he's alive and he's probably in jail right now and if he's listening to this podcast i just want to say read your manifesto um, you know, big thumbs up for me, Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really inspiring for me as well. And I think uh, I think we talk a lot about how prisoners need the right to vote. I'll take it one step further. Prisoners need the right to Twitch stream. Uh, I think if you're in jail, I think that would be an incredible Twitch stream. I thought you were going to say they need the right to kill. They, that, they need the right to well, get a high KD ratio in Warzone. <laughs> Man, that was such a hard left but here's the thing i agree yeah prisoners need to stream i think it'd be incredible i think what are you you're stuck in you're stuck there all day uh you know and it's like a chance to like you know communicate with the outside world uh and i think it would be positive i think it would show people what jails are like on a more intimate level um and i just came up with this and i stand strongly by it and you know um, i want to i mean i think the best idea is the ones that you say on the podcast <laughs> having thought zero yeah. about before uh-huh. that's what many people have recommended me in my dms recently yeah, well, they've told me, listen, you have a job. mic and you have no responsibility. That's what they've told me. <laughs> it's a huge moral responsibility to uh, to make podcasts and a Twitch stream. And, and the best part is, is that, uh, you know, you actually if you made 15 cents an hour uh, in prison labor doing Twitch streams, you would actually make more money there than you would in on the outside world as a Twitch streamer. I think wow. I mean, prisoners are definitely Dark. making more than I am on Twitch right now. That's yes. <laughs> that, is, that is the joke. Uh, but, uh, you know, I I, I, I I was speaking about John Krasinski because I got Krasinski on the brain this morning, mm. gentlemen, because uh, there was a, a leak from rockpapershotgun.com today that the new Call of Duty game is called Black Ops CIA. Whoa. <laughs> Do we finally get to play as John himself? Black Ops, Jack Ryan. That's weird. <laughs> I like there's because the CIA doesn't really shoot it up that much. They mostly just convince other people to do that for them, right? Yeah, exactly. So is that 
is that the story of the game? I, well, I think it must be. I mean, it's a leak that that's the title, but I can only infer then that you're will be a you'll be a CIA operative. Uh, the weird thing is, is like in some of the Black Ops games, it is about like brainwashing uh, and, and stuff. So it's like, will will it be a completely positive view on the CIA? It's hard to say. I mean, that's that's what COD does. I bet yes, because remember that time was a completely positive view of American war crimes in Iraq. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna like, be really fun to play the level where you fucking like sell drugs and and you know in the streets here in America to fund goddamn Contra. <laughs> It'll be the, the the scene where JFK shoots himself. <laughs> Damn! Oh, that's the that's the level is that you you control one of the guys in the grassy knoll or whatever. Yeah, you're on a grassy knoll attempting to protect the president, and then he shoots himself. And it's like, damn, war never changes. <laughs> damn. damn. Holy shit. Uh, Call of Duty, a series that is great that it, we have. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. I think it's uh, I think it's positive. Uh, that's why I love Warzone, because, you know, Warzone doesn't get entrenched in really any of this stuff, uh, which is nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, it, it seems like, uh, they might go for a title change just because of the environment right now, <laughs> but if the game's yeah. about the CIA, I'm not really sure, uh, I'm not really sure how they get around that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, I mean, I it's not like it's going to be any better of an idea at any point in history than right now, I guess. I mean, it's it's not I mean I it's not like right there's going to be a fucking mass shooting or like a, a horrifying international ordeal and then people will be like, "Oh, maybe it was irresponsible to make Call of Duty this time." I I think that's true, but I do think right now people are uniquely not a fan of the CIA and their behavior. Uh to a degree that's greater than maybe ever in our history. People like, you know, we've got liberals carping for the FBI right now. I mean, they they like yeah. can't get enough of that shit as long as it's against the Cheeto man. Yeah, exactly. They they would they would use any I mean, they want Mark Zuck, they want like fucking Mark Zuck surfer Mark Zuckerberg uh to like <laughs> tell us like what's true and false. That's crazy to me. That was the one yeah, that those like people are insane. That was the one that blew my mind. And that's like all, that's like what made me delete my Facebook cuz I was just like I can't with this i was like i don't like i'm not defending that little alien freak but i, I but but like i don't want him to like decide what's true or it's false because historically that shit always gets turned on the left like every single yeah, time i just uh, think i think that speaking of that little alien weirdo can we talk about that photograph oh, yes and, uh, i did a because it's i did a side by side you see my side by side uh, no, what was yours? Uh, my side by side is Mark surfing uh, with the sunscreen on one end and then uh, no face from spirited away in the water Ooh. on the other end. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was getting huge no face vibes. And I was thinking a lot about it. Zuckerberg is a lot like no face, you know, uh, an alien to the world, an outsider uh, just wants to be loved and uh, goes crazy because of it. Yeah, and uh, eats everything and then shits out gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, oh, it's all adding yeah. up. It's 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 all there. Here's my theory about that image: mm -hmm. is that what we, we we all think is sunscreen 
is his like is that's his true face. Mm. Yeah. Like he hadn't put anything on. He had taken stuff off yes, in that picture. True face. It's such a cryptid image because he's he's even doing kind of a Sasquatch hunch and look. Like he's looking back at the camera yes. and he has this accusatory like, like look on his face like what have you seen? You're not supposed to see this. Yes. <laughs> like it's <laughs> He looked uh, my my yeah, side by yeah, side is Nosferatu vibes. Honestly. Yeah, I got Robert Blake You're from right. Lost he Highway. Is doing you know, that's so true, Danny. You're right. It is the Sasquatch turn. It's yeah. He's like he's like hunched over and like arched back and like, <laughs> oh. but also surfing. He's so. like, how did you find my private island? He's a lot richer than than Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch can't afford to surf. He doesn't know how. He can't afford lessons. But uh, yeah, fucking a man. Mm. He's a well, crypto. I mean, Sasquatch doesn't want to leave his Oregon woodlands. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it, it, it's it's tough for him, you know, because uh, all all this all this big boy wants is to not have the government uh, regulate his company. Um, uh, but I don't know. It's looking more and more like we may we might have to. But it's so tough. It's so tough to say. I mean, the best um, way to regulate it would be to just shut it down. You know, you could shut it down, but that's impossible. Like you can't like you can't. I think that's that. that, But like it's tough because on one end, it's a private company. So you shouldn't really tell a private company how to how to run its site Um, on the other side. It's like the only space we exist in anymore. Like it's like the digital world is the real world. And if you get kicked off Facebook and Twitter, you are you're I mean, your speech kind of is being eliminated. There's nowhere else to talk. Yeah, I mean, look, digital monsters, Digimon Archer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it's very yeah. it's very important to save the digital world. Yeah. The prevailing theory is that you're supposed to change into digital champions to save the digital world. World. Yeah. World. You have to say world. <laughs> digital world. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's true. And we're working on that. That's why we, that's why we're starting to stream on Twitch and do the podcast. Yeah. We're turning into digital monsters. Gotcha. <laughs> Absolutely. But the thing the thing is that's that's important here is it's unclear if Mark Zuckerberg's trying to save the digital world or destroy it. He's, he's trying to like, he's trying to rule it without anyone else telling him exactly how to do it. With an iron fist. Yeah. With a with a with a wet hand, with a damp hand. <laughs> uh with a moist palm. With a moist palm. With a limp oh, handshake. Oof. Oh, so here's speaking of Sasquatch. So to go back to Sasquatch and like legendary things, our guest Danny uh, owns a legendary item. Oh, uh, Danny, don't explain your switch. Your situation. Thunder Fury. Oh yeah, yeah. My, you know, my switch is a fucking cryptid, guys. Uh, here's here's what we. I you know remember we did uh, a couple months ago. Now we did the sort of like guide to the the quarantine for gamers thing. And I actually went all in and and fucking made a change, you know, for those circumstances. And I'll tell you about that. Um, I went on to Etsy. Griff, this is going to blow your yeah, mind. Yeah, okay. I have a hacked Nintendo Switch that I bought on Etsy.com. I fucking, <laughs> I saw what was happening with the world. And, uh, you know, I fucking, I made some some moves. When when the, the virus hit and it was like, mm-hmm. nobody knows what's going to happen. I, uh, you knew the switches were going to all be gone. Yeah, actually, I, I kind of sort of called that shit. And I was like, you know, give me give me the hack switch. And I uh, I try I did some research on how to hack it yourself. And the thing is, is that you have to get an early model, which are not easily available because like the newer models are like sort of patched, you know, in such a way that they, yeah. they just can't be broken. The first 
the first generation which I own has some flaws. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but one of the great benefits is that you can jailbreak the shit and uh, you can mm-hmm. run fucking Unix on it or whatever. And um, but uh, I I just bypassed all that bullshit by just going onto Etsy and finding a guy who is selling a hack Nintendo Switch for like five hundred bucks, which is a lot of money. But I knew that Trump check was coming. At the time, I was like, I was, I took a big leap of faith and I was like, this is, this is either going to break me or it's going to save me. And I, I got the mm-hmm. switch and, um, uh, it's great because I can, uh, I can download games for free just all fucking day. And, uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's what jailbreak means. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I was like, why uh, are oh, we getting to this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's the headline I was like, here. that's the part of the story that matters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The headline here is you have a switch that can play infinite games for zero. Yes, correct. That that's, that's how it pays for itself. My friend is I've, I've just this have is, hundred like games. <laughs> this is like that guy that went to jail for like admitting on Howard Stern. He doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Wesley Snipes. It's, yeah. I'm like, him. Hmm. Oh, but yeah, so you're able to just like, my understanding is that you can just download basically any game onto the micro SD in your Switch and then you just have it. And that's just your life. Yeah, I have, Mm. I'm sitting on a fucking ridiculous dragon's horde of games that just just the whole library is there. And uh, I just can't, I can't even play it. When a new game comes out, Uh it immediately unlocks for you. Yeah, what well, there's a uh, there's a program Someone's hacked the 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 Nintendo store, the online store. It's a, it sort of emulates the store. Um there's like a, you know, you can kind of put all kinds of fucked up little homebrew computer programs on there and one of them is like essentially a facsimile of the store and there's like a there's like a server that just sort of hosts every eShop game and all the other games, uh, and you, and you can download directly. The, the trick is, is that holy shit! Yeah, it's it's nuts. <laughs> so what? Yeah, it's crazy. What about a game that's online? Like, can you play online with people? Or? Th- th- this is the rub: is that uh, you uh, you have to be really careful with going online because if your shit right. ever connects with the Nintendo servers, they'll figure out what you're doing and they'll <laughs> the, they'll, they'll send a drone missile directly <laughs> from Japan. That's right. <laughs> Reggie's just going to show up at your door with a two-handed sword and be like, give me that switch or I'm taking both hands. That's, that's why Satana he had to step Reggie. down as, as the Nintendo yeah. of America president is so he could devote himself to his, his real love, which is strangling. <laughs> to, 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 to personal home executions. Pretty much. So yeah. <laughs> to collect in fucking hands, dude. That's what he's about. So that's that's my one, that's the one caveat is that I can't connect to the internet except under like very specific circumstances and like people have done it before like you can fucking play Smash. Oh, the best part is that you can hack uh you can hack these games and do weird shit with them and then go online with it and fuck other over people. So like you can change your uh mm-hmm. you can change your profile pick to be like Goatse or like Tits or something. And then you can go mm-hmm. on to Super Mario Mario oh. Odyssey and play the Luigi Balloon game and like set like a little hide and go seek thing with your icon on it. So like people were going on to Mario Odyssey and being like, why is this one guy's profile pick just a butthole? <laughs> Um, and it turns out it's these are these are people that were hacking the shit. And uh, but the problem so you're, is, you're is that once they de- figure that out, you're defiling the ecosystem. You're defiling this yeah, beautiful playground that Nintendo's tried to fence off from the internet weirdos. <laughs> exactly. Think about Mario. Think about what that means, and think about how many kids play that game. And uh, now you realize the and then power. You just put your butthole up there. <laughs> yeah, you can you can put any That's butthole. Pretty fucked up. 
on a balloon and you Whoa. can say that luigi hit it the balloon Pretty bad a that you admit it uh, slightly bad to admit that you've been stealing a lot eh. even worse to admit the number one reason you do it is to show butthole <laughs> i mean to children though no that doesn't make it better shit so you think that makes it sound better well you just i just, I just think that mostly children play mario there's going to be a picture of Danny in his wrestling costume after a show with Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said that. Have you guys ever thought about building that into one of your Party World wrestling <laughs> storylines as a villain? Yeah, uh, no. We, thank you. That's Who's Ghislaine Maxwell? No, like a villain that's been photographed with Ghislaine. <laughs> you know, we haven't had time. We have not thought about that until just now. We've gotten a lot of like, you know, hey, you should you should have Donald Trump wrestle Hillary Clinton. Like people's dads were oh, like, that, no, that sucks. Yeah, no. It, oh yeah, no. People yeah. love to t- people love to tell us about oh. wrestling matches that are so stupid. <laughs> Bless oh, their hearts. People, Jesus. Love to, so, people love to be like, what if Elon Musk what? and Kanye West? Well, I mean, oh, I, no. speaking of Kanye West, how's, how's that going for you guys? Because uh, well, I, I know that that's your, uh, your what if what if <laughs> that's your pick, right? For uh, what if Grimes fought Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Oh, mixed an intergender, a mixed gender tag yeah. match. <laughs> I'm gonna Grimes and Musk versus Kardashian and, and Kanye. I, uh, oh man! Uh, well, speaking of uh, celebrities, mm-hmm. uh, more and more celebrities have been getting involved in Twitch. And the first one I want to mention is a little man known as Henry Cavill. Yeah, notoriously <laughs> tiny, tiny, teensy weensy Henry. <laughs> Has yeah. thrown his giant fucking muscular body in the ring. He's been building a PC and he's been making making a uh, girl's uwu uh, for for yeah for his muscles. Major u- major uwu action for Henry Cavill hunkily building a PC. It was intimidating. Um, so here's a question. It's Did one it? of those things where yeah, like, sure, go ahead. A person like a true hunk, and it's there are not a lot of true hunks out there. Yeah. But Henry Cavill's a true hunk, and what that kind of means is that, like, he can do anything in a way that is, like, a hunk uh, Okay, yes. well, here, here's and my so, question, like, then. If, if okay, Henry Cavill yeah. has – he obviously has a lot of leverage being a legitimate celebrity going into streaming. So then, then the question becomes, does he have the leverage to force Twitch to green screen off his mustache? Whoa. Um, whoa. To be fair, that happened against his will. <laughs> oh, did it? I thought he, he wanted the mustache. He wanted the mustache, and then Paramount was like, "You can't, you can't do the reshoots like later." Or no, it was, it was like, no, it was uh, DC. Whoever makes the DC movies was like, "You can't reschedule your reshoots. You have to do them while you're still on call for Mission Impossible." Yeah, and so he was like. Please, I'll just do it after and then shave the mustache. And they were like, no, we have to have the uh, I, yeah. I thought he so was then just. he was forced to be there. I thought he was just flexing his nuts. Like, I thought it was sort of like a green M&M's on the rider thing where he's like, I'll be Superman, but I'm keeping my mustache. And you all just have to suck no, it. It was that they shot the movie and he had no mustache. And then he left to go do Mission Impossible. Okay, good. And he had a mustache. I'm for glad that. we could clear yes. that up. And then they were like, oh, our mo-, then they were like, oh, our movie sucks. We need to reshoot some of it. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, can we do it after I'm done filming? They were like, fuck no, come back. We'll edit out your mustache and then make the movie even worse. Yeah, right. and, and Henry's probably going to have a hard time doing that mustache on Twitch because uh, mustaches of that nature are now TOS after Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's canceled those. Um, Did they ever get which, to the bottom damn, of that? Uh, we got... 
We, I, no, but that doesn't stop me from Googling it every single night before I go to sleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's trying, Griffin's trying to give himself a, like, get a dream answer. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. By, re- by reading every article before bed, he's trying to hope he'll dream the truth out of Dr. Disrespect. I think you're just trying to give yourself my, cancer. My beach with Dr. Disrespect's beach. I think he, uh, I think he might have been recruited by Grizzlane. I think he might, they, they patched the torch to, uh, to Dr. Disrespect, and that's where he wow. went. Wow. Wow. So are you saying that, are you saying yeah. Doc 3.0 is from Little St. James Island? Streaming directly from Little St. James? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's exactly what that, that little building is for, you know? Yeah. It's a, there's like, they have land oh, yeah, parties that, that in there. That little building was the streamer den. Yeah, yeah the little yeah, fucking, the little palace. Uh, it looks like Griffin wasn't the first person to have a streamer house. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it turns out you and Hunter have been copying Epstein and Jelaine this whole time. All of the all of the feds are on, like, boats. They approach, they, they like, load off the beach, and they bust down the door, and it's, like, fucking, like... Uh, it's just like uh, like ninja playing Fortnite in there. <laughs> it's it's ninja and it's a bunch of underage girls all playing CS:GO and they scatter like cockroaches in the sunlight. Yeah, and they're they're all saying the N word too. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, man, speaking of speaking of Jelaine and crazy stuff, how about this uh, Deutsche Bank? Uh, FedEx shooter judge judge the situation. Yeah, absolutely GTA'd. Like just <laughs> yeah, just full blown. Uh, well, they killed his son. G- yeah, Jesus. And they killed the son and the husband of the judge. Yeah, they killed two people. That's very bleak. I think or the husband's hospitalized. Definitely two people got yeah. shot. Uh, I heard that the son is dead and that the judge got shot but is surviving. Anyways, that story is developing. So this and, podcast uh, is about video games. Just, yeah. <laughs> Is that, uh, is that what I've been led to believe? So, Deutsche Bank is Deutsche Bank is being sued because of some like Epstein related stuff. Yeah. Um, and the judge in that case, a guy dressed as a FedEx person, got to their house and shot their son and maybe them or maybe their husband. Yeah. No, I I just mm-hmm. don't think there's a way to riff on that. You know, that's just horrible. It's just crazy. It's just a crazy thing that happened. Yeah. Well, it is, it is a video game. It is like a video game ass GTA. I mean, the game. question is, like, is this going to become like a DLC mission for CIA fucking COD? You know, is that? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just a quick time event in CODC. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, wow, these graphics are good. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that 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 shit that shit is is wild, and uh, it just feels Blows like my mind. Just feels like uh, with the with the virus and everything, they're just able to like kind of pop people off left and right. Oh, it's uh, it's kind of like uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, you're right. No, nothing to riff on there. The civil liberty um, situation. This is very bad. Uh, what's very good though is PlayStation Symphony of the Night, which is uh, the subject of, of today's podcast. You know, uh, I can't believe it. Okay, uh, Dracula had a son, and his his name is Alucard. Thoughts? Thoughts? Uh, well, you know, I haven't played it. Whoa, Whoa. It's so good. There's a, there's a scoop. You got to play it's PlayStation One. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a classic. It's it might be overrated. I don't know it. But to me, it's one of my favorites. I think it's on the Switch. Probably, oh, I could I could get it on the Switch. I think so. Oh, it looks it's dope. So, those games are so good. Symphony of the Night's one of the best games to ever be made. I mean, it's the it's the origin of the Castlevania television show. Yeah, 
I think I've seen a I think I've seen a donkey video on this game. That's why it looks familiar. I've probably seen a bunch of it because it's a popular, it's a, famous game. It's a iconic. It's foundational, yeah. my friend. Oh. Griffin, you're you're a kid, right? You're like 26 or something. That might explain it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that's it. So um, did, did you? But, yeah, uh, Griffin's got a sailor suit on and a big lollipop. <laughs> You've got one of those little <laughs> propeller hats on. Looking away. I had to I had to be a sailor in a in a movie about a couple years ago, and I was like, this is too real. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, do you need us to get what's your size for the costume? And you were like, I got my own. And you licked your big lollipop, and they were like, I guess you probably do. <laughs> um, but. Uh, you know, I haven't been playing that, but I have been playing something that I did want to talk about this episode that I hoped would be the meat of this episode, sure. and that's Deadly Premonition 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's baby, we're back. Here we, we go. Are so back. Uh, cue that whistle track. <laughs> um, damn. Uh, I am playing it on the switch and I am fucking laughing. I'm LMA owing. I'm raffling. Uh, I'm lulling and I'm going poggers. I, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, and I think it's hilarious because it's insanely broken, but almost on purpose. What do you think? Yeah. That's, that's the question, okay. isn't it? Is, is it like, yeah. You know, it, it does so many things to disrespect its audience's time. Yes. You have to ask yourself, is yes. this like a creative auteur, you know, kind of a decision? Or is it merely just like mm -hmm. a, a, is it just being poorly executed? Um, I, I no. think of no a, one can make a video game this bad. No, like, like it, it feels intentional. Oh, yeah. Only mm -hmm. one element of it seems like it's a mistake. And that's the bad frame rates. <laughs> Every other shitty thing about the game is definitely a choice. Yeah. On purpose. You know what? Mm -hmm. it, it reminds me of, uh, a, like, I, I think, uh, you know, Swery, right, is the director. He's called Swery. Uh, he reminds me of, of Suda51, who did uh, No More Heroes, because except Suda51 uh, actually is, like, very upfront about disrespecting you and wasting your time because he'll, like, mm -hmm. he'll, like, make you do the jacking off motion with your Nintendo Wiimote, and he'll kind of laugh at you and be yeah. like, look at this loser. He's just jerking off trying to play this video game. Now you got to fucking. That guy's a perv. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, and the other thing is they're, they're both, they both are, are hugely indebted to like film, you know, they're both like paying all kinds of weird Huge. pop culture homages and stuff. Oh, some of the craziest fucking film bits in <laughs> the part when the early on in the game, there's a part where York, the character you play as the detective, uh, are, is are you talking about the talking island? About yeah, it talks about the island yeah. by Michael Bay and how Michael Bay is going to revolutionize art house cinema. Just a little preface on that. They're they're talking about a case, and then all of a sudden he like turns left. He's like, "Hey York, have you ever? Do you remember the 2005 film The Island?" Yeah, he's like Zach. I was thinking about the movie we saw. We were yeah. driving down here, The Island. Yeah, the fact that they like they they do it to like date the uh, the weird period piece, like because again, like how do you. How do you communicate that this thing is a period piece for the year 2005, which is not that long ago? Like, right, it's the not like are the it's, same. I mean, the, the way you do it is you have the text 2005 pop up constantly. <laughs> also, characters continually say things like, 
it's crazy that there are these hybrid cars in the year 2005. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bojack Horseman did a pretty good job of uh, of playing with that joke. Oh, the 2007 episode. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, they did a lot of jokes like that. Um, but yeah, for anyone who hasn't played this game or doesn't know what Deadly Premonition is, I will give a little breakdown here. Um, Deadly Premonition, what there was an original game for what console? Was that original? Xbox 360. Uh, it was originally Xbox. I uh-huh. yeah. And um, I would describe Deadly Premonition um, and especially the sequel as sort of a, a Twin Peaks meets True uh, uh, True Detective kind of vibe is what the sequel is kind of yeah. working with. Uh, but it's a it's kind of satirizing both genres, uh, both kind of uh, narratives and smashing them together. Um, but then it has this other layer to it, which which feels like um, it feels like a moments in this are like Tommy Wiseauin or like. Uh, Neil Bre- yeah. Neil Breen, but yeah, there's some Breen Breeny and yeah. Zo type action. But happening it's here for purposeful. Sure. Whereas like Neil Breen does stuff because he that's just the, the kind of that's just how his brain works, and it comes out abstract. Swery definitely knows these things are abstract and goes out of his way to explore them. Um, but so that's the that's the vibe of the game, and you and you would think, okay, that sounds like fun, unusual. I'll check that out. But Deadly Premonition Two has decided to put you through. It's like a physical experience as well because everything is janky on purpose but in a way that is challenging from the very first moment when you walk around the sound mix on your footsteps (laughs) is way too loud. loud it is so loud you can't hear things a lot of the time because of your footsteps um and and every every element from the frame rate just crashing to to certain buildings looking like they're shaking because they can barely be rendered like the game itself uh is is janky to an almost mysterious degree where it's like the in the in the while you unlock the mystery in in the narrative of the game you're sort of unlocking the mystery of like why this game exists too. And it's like slowly reveals itself over time. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm blown away by it. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Um, one thing about it that's very weird is that like, it's so intensely unsympathetic in so in, in mm-hmm. some ways, not just like the experience of it, which is, as you've talked about a nightmare, but like, uh, the very first mission is like walk from the restaurant to your room in the hotel and the game gives you no indication of which one's your room. Mm-hmm. So you just have to run around until you find the room that's your room. And it's just like a huge waste of everybody's time. Yes. And like the whole game is like that. And like they doubled it. Like so, I mean, you guys probably remember, um, you guys probably remember uh, from the first game like a big thing we talked about this a lot in the episode we did with Rory about it is that you drive around in your car and that it's like a real time driving experience <laughs> and that it takes like forever to drive places. Yeah. Uh, in this game, your car gets replaced with a skateboard. And yeah, which is insanely and, loud. <laughs> yeah, it's super loud and it's just as inconvenient and annoying as you think it might and be. It, and also that's where the frame rate really goes. And nuts. it, it keeps you, the tradition of uh, York, the main character talking to himself about movies 
like he would do in the car. Now he's just he's on a skateboard and he's like fucking ripping it up on the sidewalk. But he's also being like, ha ha. You know, you remember the movie They Live? Well, let me tell you, buddy, you know, or whatever. He just he's monologuing to himself. But the fact that he's right. now an adult man standing on a skateboard makes it about 10 times. Now, I haven't really watched all of Twin Peaks, but this is essentially the character of the detective from Twin Peaks. It's Agent Cooper. If so he hard, was yeah. turned. If he was turned like like in a crazy way. Yeah, that what's what's so great about like the weird fucking uh, pastiche that is Deadly Premonition is that it started the first installation was Twin Peaks so fucking hard. And like the main character was definitely just Dale Cooper. And then the second Mm -hmm. the, the sequel is what if Dale Cooper played Rusty Cole from True Detective yes. season one, and like, oh, and yes. he was like this chipper weirdo, but also there was a seat. There's a, the whole framing device is like other cops interviewing him and being like, "Why are you so fucking weird? Will you tell us about this yeah. murder case?" And instead of being like, mm-hmm. uh, "Life's just shit, man. It all fucking comes back around into your own mouth." Mm-hmm. It's it's agent it's Agent Cooper being like, "I fucking love coffee. Hey, what's your spirit mm-hmm. sign?" Um, yeah, but it's presented yeah, in the exact it, same and way. It's super weird. It's also super weird because like future uh future York looks like a fucking Dungeons and Dragons dark elf. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still trying like, to understand what that means. Like I don't know what's happening with that parallel narrative of like him talking to himself or whatever. Um I yeah, I don't understand. The other cops. Uh, but, There's the part at the beginning where but, they touch the sanctuary on the table and he makes the funniest voice acting sounds ever recorded where he's like right. whoa, whoa, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's like for you think that he's going to be the main character is so crazy, but everyone else you meet in the world somehow outdoes him like like despite the craziness of York, you do seek York for a sense of rationality and like a sense of um, stability because everyone else is so unexpected um, except for your, your, your little girl assistant uh, who is the only normal person in town and tells a lot of people that this FBI guy is fucking weird. And I think it's really funny when she calls him out. Um, but yeah, this game challenges you on every level so much that most people have stopped playing it. That's that's um, something that I've a, done. A majority you've, yeah, you quit. Um, a I majority quit. of people yeah. like Dan have simply given up on it because, uh, I mean, there are sections where the game's frame rate drops to like five frames a second. Uh, there are sections where the buttons stop working and you have to hard reset your switch. That happened to me twice. Ugh. Um, Normally, I would immediately just throw it in the trash, but there is something and I don't know if this is just happening parallel to my own personal life being in shambles and my mind going insane. Like, but this game is like made for insane people. And I don't think we've ever had more insane people playing video games. Uh, So I don't know. I think it hits a market, but most people are waiting for it to be updated. Are you guys waiting for it to be updated? Not me, maybe. Well, yeah. it's it's kind of sad because, um, you know, I I think the reason why y'all called me onto this this particular episode to talk about this game is because I was bragging to Lux a while ago that like I had Deadly Premonition two and that I was playing it and shit. Um, because we we had we had kind of sat together. Let, let me just say this: I uh, I think the the most fun you can have in a video game sometimes is like being at your buddy's house on the couch and like 
not even playing the game, but watching your buddy play and just kind of heckling the action or whatever. And I have a very That's fond Twitch, memory baby. of doing that with Lux. We spent we spent a, a couple hours playing the first one together, and uh, I oh, just yeah. watched Lux spent waste like thirty minutes of both of our time when his car mm-hmm. ran out of gas and he was running through the Pacific Northwest with like no way to get gas into the car and like no mm-hmm. way to progress, you know, without solving yeah. this unsolvable problem. And uh, yeah. the fact that like we were experiencing that together and we're like slightly miserable, but also able to laugh about it was sublime. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I was telling Lux about deadly premonition too. I was like, Hey, I remember it's back and I've got it. It's in new Orleans now. And it's somehow worse. Uh, and I played it for a little while, and uh, and then I realized that I I really want to play this with my friend, and uh, like to ex- to experience the like the hilarious jankedness of this game. I need someone to be next to me so that we can look at each other and be like, "Are you believing this shit right now? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, like. And without that, no, I, it, I, I thought like, oh, let me just wait until the pandemic's over, you know, five years yeah, from now. You're, and you're onto something there. It is a game to be enjoyed with someone else. I the, the most times that I've had fun with Deadly Premonition was when I forced someone to watch cutscenes of it with me. <laughs> yeah, like see, uh, I was showing my girlfriend it the other day and I think we're going to play it together now. It might be the couple's game. It might be a relationship game or or a friend game, you know, but uh, there is something unique about this experience that is best shared with another person uh funny enough for me when i when i twitch stream it most people leave because they're so upset (laughs) uh that's awesome yeah well it's like it's one of those things there's a difference between being in the room with the thing and uh watching it on twitch you know like i think it is i think it's right that like the most fun i had playing this game was definitely like the times danny and i played it while i was like smoking weed and we're hanging out or like the times that like we all hung out at rory's house and played through some of it or whatever like that's the good shit but like the one thing about this game, and this like, this is just like a personal flaw of mine that this game really appeals to, is that like, the story is so insane. Like the connections between like events and like the jumps the story makes are so tenuous and crazy. They're like that's like fucking crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, like, I love, I love that shit. And so it's hard for me to stop playing it just because like, like even though I kind of want to stop playing because like I want like I got Paper Mario and played the first couple hours of that. I was like, ooh, this is pretty fun. I heard it sucked. It's not. It's like fun. The combat shit is not good, and I'm probably not going to finish it because <laughs> wait, there's, there's like, lots, there's like, it's, like it, it's a lot more of like a platformer puzzle thing than a combat thing. Yeah. Um, and so the parts where you're not solving combat puzzles, where you're like solving actual puzzles and like doing the platforming and stuff, yeah. is really fun. But the combat shit just sucks too much, and it's like, and like the writing is really good, and the look is really fun. But like, I just can't deal with like. I just know eventually, like, there's gonna be like three combat sequences too close together. And I'm gonna be like, fuck this game. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no one likes the um, circles. Yeah, no one likes the circles. Um, and like that happened, and like Ghost of Tsushima is out, and I really want to play that. I just started playing that, and I, I, I don't. Rory says it's dope. I imagine you're gonna tell me the same thing. Yeah, um, it's it's interesting because I, I I spent 11 hours streaming yesterday trying to beat Death Stranding and still couldn't. Oh, man. Uh, that game is insanely fucking long, and I'll get back to that in a yeah. second. But going from Death Stranding, uh, which makes you f- – which purposefully as its design is to make you feel – clunky and human and your balance is off and you're heavy and weighty 
to switching to Ghost of Tsushima, which is just your classic AAA, you are super god in the world kind of like feeling and you, like where he just glides along the ground. Like it was like it was just like hopping in a Ferrari uh, after like driving a, I don't know, one of those uh, scooters. A human butt. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, so Ghost of Tsushima is pretty pretty awesome so far i mean if you're gonna make a triple a game like this game looks as good at as like the witcher 3 sometimes maybe better um and just on that alone it's fun just to take in the environments uh it has the best i've only i'm only two hours in but has the best uh title card i've seen in a video game in a long ass time like when when the title card dropped i cheered like it was so awesome so uh i think it's hitting some just like really basic levels and it's like it's not reinventing any fucking wheels it's just making that wheel look sexy as hell Right, and so that sounds. So all this dope shit that's out, and I'm just sitting here playing Deadly Premonition too, and like I and like I want to stop, but I just like I gotta know about this killer and this weird super drug and how are these trees connected? Right, and I don't care about the story in Ghost of Tsushima because I've seen it before and like plenty of like samurai films in the past and stuff like that. It's like not doing anything new there, but. In Deadly Premonition, I'm dying to see, yeah, what the next thing is going to be. Um, there's parts of Deadly Premonition. There's like side quests in Deadly Premonition. And they just don't even tell you where to go or what to do. Uh, like, dude, I have a whole list of side quests. And I don't so know rough. how to use the map. The, the map sucks. And it's... The uh, map sucks. Every, uh, the, the, map, the map is like pretty good, map, but it doesn't tell you where you are in the map uh, very well. and Or like where shit is. And no, the, map, the reason the map sucks so bad is that the map is designed for you to jump around sections of the town. And so it's not like super good all the way zoomed out. So you have to like figure out like actually what cross streets you're on. <sighs> and then like look for where the thing you're looking for is and what cross streets it's on. And kind of, like, go section by section and connect the cross streets until you reach the point you're going to. And then, like, remember those directions. And it's, like, it's literally worse than map quest. Jeez. <laughs> it's just, like... I mean, I guess that's cool, but, like, you know, okay, well, let me, let me just say this. I think one of the things I don't like about the game is that the uh, the setting and the environment is just not that good. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, the, uh, the, the map is bad. Like... The Ulicare is just like a weird, very, very brightly lit, no shade town. Yeah. Like, do you think that, do you think there's no shade because it's hard to render or it's extra to render shade? Because <laughs> the entire extra. day is just like beaming sunlight everywhere. I mean, I think it's because uh, yeah, the it's game. Like a town with like six, six buildings. Yeah. Once again, the game looks like a, it was made for the PlayStation 2. No, no shade there, uh-huh. but just like, I don't know, like even with limited technology, you can, you can design environments that look good. Uh, but they, you know, I, I mean, I guess it's worth saying like, exactly. it, uh, it is an accurate portrayal of like a town, like a shithole town that looks kind of samey and like, you know, have you ever been to like a, a small shithole town? That's like a pretty new recent development and it feels very generic. Like this, right. this is that like, and I don't know if that's an intentional thing like or if it's just they i will say this i will say this for the game on that note i do like the shift to the cell shaded graphics over the polygon graphics in the first game yeah i think that was a good choice it's just too bad that like it still looks like it's like they're shitty cell shaded graphic like Mm -hmm. like you could do good cell shading and i think it would be great for this game because it's all cartoony and fun but this game and like 
honestly, a version of this game that didn't look cartoony would be stupid as yeah. hell. Yeah. I, oh. think, I think the graphics are basically good when it comes to, like, the character models and stuff. But, yeah, just the environment is, like, so dead. And they just, mm-hmm. they, like, kind of make you think about other games that do it better by, like, choosing to populate it with, like, people walking around and with fucking wild animals that are everywhere. Uh, it, like, it, they, <laughs> well, you, have to, yeah. you hunt them for, for charm. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's true. That was the shit where I was like, okay, I'm never, I'm never going to go all in on this game. When I saw, like... In the little feature where you can kind of like unlock achievements or whatever, it said like kill yeah. 100 albino squirrels. And I was like, OK, yeah. you know, killing no any squirrels way. is already feels like a huge waste of time for these shitty quests where they give you like a quote, low quality string for completing. Uh, but also <laughs> like there's a subset of squirrels that are rare and I have to find and kill 100 of them. Are you kidding me? Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a, it's a troll quest for sure. It's outrageous, but it, you know I, I appreciate that kind of brazen commitment to fucking with the people's time yeah. and punishing them. Mm-hmm. You know, because ultimately, and and I think to end on my ending note about this game would be that all of this stuff that we're complaining about is purposeful. They could have made the game look slightly better. They could have made the world not look as sparse. Uh, it is all intentional, and I think the only place that they fucked up in making this weird twist product is just in the frame rate and specific game crashing bugs i think take those out and keep the horribleness and nightmarishness of the rest of the experience in there and you've got like a really specific like well wrapped and well conceived concept for a game that's unusual but not unplayable man i do want to note one more thing about this game in terms of how playable it is or is not is the graphics on people holding things are in an unbelievable fuck train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, there's numerous shots of someone picking something up, and their hand just goes next to the object, and then goes up, and the object just floats next to their hand. Like, it doesn't look like they're touching it. Like, when York is smoking a joint early in the game, it looks like it's just floating attached to one of his fingers. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, the fact that they, they don't refer to the weed. They, like, that he's he's smoking weed and they talk about it, but they never say the word weed. They say the mm-hmm. word indulgence. They're like, that's that guy's indulgence. It's such a yeah. weird translated fucking phrase. It's like, they, they call it, like, a filthy indulgence yeah, or his, something. Yeah, it's, his, his, like, his, like, pungent indulgence. His pungent, oh, God. Yeah, so what gross. Are, what like it, it, it like weirdly like like put off a brain chemical in my mind that made me not want to smoke weed anymore because they called it indulgence. I want to smoke like, weed Damn, you guys more than ever me. now. Now that Agent York well, the does only it. Indulgence I, the only indulgence I'm into is uh, paying money for the church to forgive my sins. <laughs> yeah, um, um, you know, I am. I am excited to look into to like keep on discovering the story of the game. Uh, I hope they keep patching the game, uh, and I and I am curious to see uh, where where it all goes. And I hope that Danny uh, continues its journey eventually one day with a friend. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, you know, I, since we're talking about patches, there there is something about this game that I I think is interesting and worth talking about, which is that they're actually going to amend some of the storyline uh they're they're literally going to patch the story did, did you hear about this that uh <laughs> the game came under fire for transphobia because uh there's a trans character in the game 
that uh, is, I think the intention is that it's a, it's supposed to be a sympathetic portrayal. Um, and like, yes, it, and Agent, wait, I'm confused. Because, wow. Because yeah, yeah, did you hear I, about I literally that? just got to that scene and mm. I was like, wow, this game is really woke, but maybe it's not the scene that they're talking right, about. Yeah. So, so it's, I think it's, I mean, I, I haven't played the scene or anything, but from what I hear and, and from what I can read, it seems to be, it's supposed to be a, a sympathetic portrayal of a, of a trans character. And, and the main character, York, goes out of his way to like, to, to say that out loud and, and tell everyone like, hey, don't be transphobic. But also at some point, uh, York also misgenders this person pretty consistently. Yes, here it is. Yeah, the hero Francis frequently misgenders the character or uses their dead name, the name assigned at birth. Because other dialogue within the game positions Francis as an ally, the game does not always explicitly frame these transphobic actions as wrong that's super interesting because i literally just played a scene this morning where someone tried to be like well that person isn't really a woman and then the detective francis was like that's prejudiced you should treat everyone the same no matter who they are and like he like went in on like that but it sounds like i haven't gotten to the shitty scenes yet. yeah well so what's interesting is that uh there was an outcry about this and Swery actually released a public statement apologizing and saying, "Oh, here it is." And he says that he's going to fix it, which means I think they must intend to like record new voice lines and literally patch the game to change the way that York refers to this person and, and shit, which is, yes. is almost unprecedented. You know, it's it's very rare that like yeah. you know you patch like the script. You know, you can you can patch yeah, the gameplay, like, but I mean, even more generally speaking, it's very rare that a ga- someone says, "Hey." game you handled this representational issue badly and the game goes oh yeah we did we should fix it yeah, yeah. which oh. I, I think is great I, I hope that you know i hope that happens um but yeah it's, it's just I, I thought that was an interesting story and it's speak those were the two criticisms that i've heard of deadly premonition is a the game is ass and everyone's like oh yeah but that's great that it's ass and then someone was like yeah but it's also transphobic and everyone was like ah shit well we should fix that. And they should fix that. But leave the game ass, I yeah. say. Leave the, frame light, leave the frame rate alone, I say. Keep it. Yeah. Uh, make Rory wait forever to get the playable. Oh, yeah. This, this, oh, here's here's something cool about having a hack switch, too, is that I fucking overclocked my shit. I, uh, I literally, like... You Sounds know, you, cool. you can overclock your machine so that it runs harder, basically. And uh, the, the frame rate was less bad uh, because of that. So I felt very cool. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, there, and it, it, you can do that with certain games, like certain games on Switch that like don't run very well will actually get better if you overclock the shit. Um, like, I don't know, Dragon Quest Builder and Xenoblade and shit. And actually, the, the chugging and the frame rate issues can are solvable if you just you know hack your shit basically yeah. hey well on, on that note i think there's no better note to end than on that ideal hack mm. your shit yeah. uh check out deadly premonition 2 uh we'll, de- we'll definitely be back uh next week to talk more ghost of tsushima and other stuff but danny as always thank you hop into the game boys lounge anytime we always love to have you is there anything going on in your life that you would like to uh, to mention promote uh, unpromote would you like to do a deep promotion <laughs> where something that's getting a lot of attention you can just kind of take some away from a lot of attention especially specifically about myself um i would you know i would like to promote uh i would like to promote my episode on this series that i had with you guys the 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 Sui Coden episode is a classic. If you're a, a if you're a Game Boys fan, uh, episode two you, of the podcast. You need to go yeah. check out episode two. I think it was 
really funny. I was in character as my wrestling persona. I think it was way funnier mm-hmm. than this episode. That's for sure. So, uh, you yeah. know, if you if you listen to this one and you were disappointed, you know, sorry, fuck you. But there is there is a solution, which is to it's go good find- that like five to- five times the amount of the amount of people now listen to the show. And now you're not funny. Yeah, I'm no, I, I stopped it's like substantially, more, substantially more than five times from episode two. God bless it. Yeah, oh. you need to check out my earlier work because this is just fucking hack Please. bullshit. But the early stuff, there was some heart. Mm-hmm. I was still trying. I was still trying to impress you guys. Yeah. I feel like now I can just take mm-hmm. that for granted. And then I guess you can also find me on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. My name is my, my dramatic name. My dramatic persona is Dan the Man. Ziggler, Z-I-G-L-A-R, mm-hmm. like Zig Ziggler. And uh, I'll, I'm on there and I cut wrestling promos and make videos uh, talking shit about stuff occasionally if I can be bothered. You know, I'm, yeah. So mm-hmm. ch- check that out. I don't know. And you guys will be you're you're you're, you're soon to be a TV star, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, presumably. Yeah. We've got some stuff coming up that's going to be cool. Uh, there's some that needs to get finalized. Uh, but PWR Gaiden is on the way in. Oh boy, probably like a month. Um, so I'll plug more about that when it becomes for Would you real. like wow, to watch Ghost wrestling? Tsushima is inspiring everyone. Would you like to watch? To be fair, we've been calling this idea PWR Gaiden for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But uh, yeah, so check out that. Uh, the Rooster Teeth Filmhouse video I did about Vin Diesel is up, by the way. So go check that out. It's really cool. Nice. I like it. Um, and Griffin, do you have anything aside from the Choom Room, the baby? Twitch.tv slash Choom Room. We are, I'm trying, I'm trying Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to uh, about 1 p.m. Uh, trying different stuff there. Check it out. Follow the channel. Um, we'll have more set times in the future. I'm, I'm exploring the space right now. I'm, I'm trying to see which way I can grift. <laughs> That's it. Grift of the Magi. <laughs> grift it. Um, and. And remember to uh, check out Haley on Eat Every Sound yeah. at, or at Eat Every Sound on Insta and YouTube uh, for food themed ASMR that whips ass. And that's going to do it, everyone. So, Danny, you've been a great guest. Uh, and that's it. We'll talk to you guys next Later. week. Later. Free Ted.